Hello, and welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast, presented to you by your coach and overall favorite person, me, trainer Greg McBride. I'm super excited that you are tuned in today, and you can stay tuned in by subscribing to this podcast. In the More Than Muscle podcast, we will cover the skills, habits, and practices needed to be successful. Going beyond just the physical, we will talk about how to be the best version of yourself, all while looking through the lens of health and fitness. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Hello again, and welcome to episode nine. So you want to be a bodybuilder. All right, here it is. I finally took the time to uh, break this one down. Um, You know, that's my pride and joy right there. Bodybuilding is a very big part of my life. So today we're going to talk about how to really... um, Get started. Uh, you feel as though now you want to embark in the amazing journey of bodybuilding, uh, bettering your physique, especially for a uh, competition level. Do you have what it takes? Let's talk about it. There's some very big and important questions that you'll start asking yourself or you'll need to ask yourself if you are serious about this journey, this lifestyle. First, do you have the discipline for training and nutrition. The discipline that comes along with taking up the bodybuilding lifestyle requires a lot of meticulous measuring, counting, and repetition, honestly. Uh, I think that is the biggest thing. Is Once you get started, it's, it's not this flashy, glamorous thing. It's amazing, it's fun. And it's a challenge, and that's why I enjoy it. But you have to be disciplined in your training and your nutrition and accurate as well to allow yourself to do it and do it at a high level. What I mean by that is nutritionally, if you're not tracking, you are going to have a hard time being very successful or doing well. I've met a few bodybuilders as a gentleman that I used to uh, chat with who... He said, yeah, I never tracked this. I never did that. And he was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He looked great. But he never could have the consistency that he wanted or able to take it to the next level and change and grow and maybe come in sharper because he never took the time to really measure anything nutritionally. Uh, He did take uh, some time with his training, but the nutrition is the part that allows you to really change your body more than the training. The training is a fun. If, if, if there is ever a glamorous side to bodybuilding, it's the training. It's in the gym, the working hard, the sweating, where you get to feel for that hour or so the 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 struggle, the pain, the challenge right in that moment. And you kind of get a little bit of that instant gratification there because you're sore, you're sweating. But the, the hard part, as you've probably heard many times, is the nutrition. Not only... Um, the, the consistent repetition of same thing, food, making sure you're hitting your macros, but also knowing that there's certain times you have to change things, knowing how and when to do that, uh, making sure that you're not just eating uh, certain macros because, yeah, that's all great, fine, and dandy, but we're more than uh, just this math equation. We need to make sure that we're filling our body with the proper nutrition as well. Um, we'll dig into that a little bit more later. Do you have what it takes the discipline, nutrition, training? But there's more to it. There's a social and emotional implications. 
when I first began uh, training for my first physique competition, my social life changed dramatically. Um, I became a bit of a recluse. Um, I was in Tampa, Florida at the time, and my wife and I were newly married, so we were in that life. We had young couple friends that we'd hang out with and go out and do this, and we lived downtown, so everything was right at our fingertips. I wasn't able to partake in that and indulge in all the things that became a normal part of our lifestyle. So my social life definitely took a toll. You have to be ready to be misunderstood. I'll say that first. Um, when you want to do something like this that's demanding and it requires a lot of your time, your energy, if you're serious about it, people aren't going to understand. They're going to say, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this or why are you doing this? Is it really that important? Or how about you just do this this one time? Um, but I said social and emotional. Uh, I'm not a very emotional guy. I'm normally pretty even killed. Um, don't get too high. Don't get too low. But if there is ever anything that can do it to me, it is when I'm prepping for a show. Um, and I would use, I used to deny it. No, I'm good. Nothing happens. I can, I can take care of it. My emotions are in check at all time, but no, uh, first off, you're going to get a little fatigue. So I'm a person that has a pretty good energy. Most days, everyone saw it in me. I was a zombie. I was dead on my feet, uh, walking around doing my best just to make it through the day. Um, also being a person who was, uh, my job required me to be around a lot of people. So during the day, I'm trying to you know keep myself pep, uh, bring the energy, keep my clients motivated, give them try to give them my energy, the very little that I had. By the time that my day was over, I was done. Um, not only that, even in my workspace, it didn't take much to kind of get me annoyed. I'll say annoyed because I didn't really get angry, never really snapped. But you could see when I was annoyed, I wasn't uh, too good at uh, covering that up anymore. So there's emotional implications, um, especially when the hormones start to change, um, especially uh, for, for men and for women. And that's why it's important to make sure you're tracking those things as well. Can't forget that. Um, and uh, one of the bigger questions that I, I get regarding how to get ready for a show is how long is it going to take? How long should I prep? Oh, someone's told me, you know. 12 weeks is uh, now some people said 24 weeks and it varies depending on where you come in so that's something that you need to know how long is it going to take for you to get ready I've met a few people where I tell them you are not going to get there and be at the level you want in under a year I would say let's take a year and see where you are and then plan from there and these are people who are pretty healthy individuals and fit and do things um, but it is different if you want to get on stage and be competitive so, all in all, where does that leave me with? Hire a coach. Um, with my knowledge, years of um, schooling and experience, I took it on myself to do all of my prep work uh, the first couple years that I competed. And I did all right. No, let me correct that. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I uh, At the beginning of my very first prep, I did have a friend come alongside me because he wanted to help me because he saw me struggling a little bit. He's like, you're doing the right things, but you might be overdoing it. So I'm like, hey, if you have any advice, I will take it. So I guess even from the beginning, I knew that there's um, I was open minded enough to know that 
there's someone out there who knows more that can help me out. So knowing if there's a coach out there that you uh, trust, that you know, that you've seen uh, create great experiences for others. Um, there's There are tons of coaches out there, some great, some not so great. I won't throw any names out one way or another, but you need to find someone have the conversation, see what they do, the way they do it. Do a little bit of your own research because having that coach is going to be very important. So let's say all that's kind of taken care of uh, before the hiring of a coach, of course. But everything you find out, hey, I can do this. I want to do this. What is your first step? You got to figure out where you are. Baseline. I kind of spoke on it a little bit, but uh, how are you sleeping? Um How's your training, your strength? Uh, what kind of volume do you have in your training? Um, one thing I started plugging in now is blood work. What's your caloric intake? What's your caloric output? All those things, all those variables matter and should be tracked to make sure that you know where you are so you can continue on the journey by adjusting everything, fine tuning to get your body to respond and end goal be amazing on stage and i already said hire a coach uh get help get help get help get help can't say that enough get help why because the toughest part of this all is the mental side it is a mental game it is a mental battle you are when we say it's you versus you that is the antithesis of what bodybuilding comes down to you can compare yourself to whoever you want all day but when when the rubber hits the road, it's about what you are able to accomplish, whatever you are able to put on yourself. Are you able to respond to the lows that you give? Are you able to recover fast enough? Are you able to hold yourself accountable? More often than not, you can probably do a lot of those things well, but getting help allows you to do them better. Have someone who has the expectations of what's going to happen, knows that when you do this adjustment, this is gonna happen. So we can prepare you for it. So when it happens, you won't look like a deer in headlights, and you already have a plan ready to help you with that. The accountability portion of uh, getting help is enormous. Um, to have someone else with their outside perspective saying, hey, this is what I see. You, you're experiencing it, but I see it this way. So this is what I'm going to need you to do. Um, that is probably the, the biggest help for anyone, myself especially, is having someone with an outside perspective that has knowledge on the sport. It is a sport. The sport and how to adjust what you're doing. Tell me when to pull back. Tell me when I'm being a pansy. I need to push a little bit harder because, yes, that can happen as well. Um, so get help. Get someone that can uh, support you because, again, mentally it is tough. Because we're talking about the, the social side of things. Everything hits you in all aspects of your life. Because this isn't a two-hour-a-day hobby when you get into bodybuilding. It is a 24-7, all-day, every-day experience that you have to immerse yourself into. Whether you go balls to the wall, there is nothing but bodybuilding. Or, you know, I'm, I'm okay with the 90%, you know, 80%, but I just want to give it the best of my 80%. Regardless, it still affects all aspects of your life. So having someone there support you, if you don't have an immediate family, friends there, that coach is that person for you. Um, again, the accountability. There are going to be moments, 
you may not want to believe it, where motivating yourself isn't easy. So that coach is that person to say, hey, how was that workout? And if they're doing what they're supposed to, they're having you track everything. <laughs> hey, did you poop this morning? Yeah, I said it. It's part of it. Being regular, um, that coach is going to be that that consistency, that, that metronome for your for your music of bodybuilding there, that art form that you're creating there. So I only want to briefly touch on this. There is so much more that goes into the world of bodybuilding. How can I forget posing? You put in all this work to get on stage to present a physique. And so many bodybuilders want to lift the weight. Love it. They want to eat right. Great. But they neglect to put the effort and the time into posing. Guarantee you, when you walk on stage, you're not carrying a dumbbell and a plate of food to show everybody how great you were. You're not walking out there with your sheets from the DEXA scan and say, hey, look at me, I'm 4% body fat. Nah, it's not about that. It's about what you've done and what you can present. Far too many times, guys go out there with amazing physiques but don't know how to show it and fall short of what they should uh, accomplish. So um, that's another very, very, very important thing. Practice your posing, guys. If you're going to do it, give it your all. Practice your posing. This is something that doesn't start a couple weeks out before your show. This is something that starts early on and continues. Uh, let's see. This year, my first show probably won't be till August, September. My regular posing is going to begin in February. I actually don't really stop, but it's going to be more consistently planned. Of course, as I get closer, there gets to be more regular planning of it. But by then, it's so sharp. Uh, my philosophy behind that is, I forget who I heard say it, but it's amazing. It's like, don't practice something until you get it right. Practice it until you don't get it wrong. That's when you're at the level of excellency where you're well, you're at the top. I, I don't like to do things and say, I was pretty good. I want to be great. And if you want to be great, you will put in the effort and time and make sure that you don't make those mistakes that could happen. Nerves are going to get the best of you at least once. So make sure you practice enough that you have the confidence that you step out there. It it just shows. It is a big difference of being confident and not. Um, I'll give one example before we start to kind of wrap things up. I did uh, an NPC show. My first couple years I was doing, I was competing in the NPC. And that was for me to work towards getting my IFBB Pro card, you know. And I did well. I remember one year I took a show, I went to a show, and I didn't place. The first time I didn't place. I was upset, heartbroken, and I didn't compete again for a year. I trained my butt off, I practiced, and I came back to that very same show and won the overall. Um, that qualified me for the national this is when I was doing physique. And I was down in Chicago. I was excited. A few months away. Uh, right where my family's at. So I'm like, yes, let's get in there. When I say nerves can get the best of you, I had never been around so many competitors in a stage that big. Um, and everyone looked great. It wasn't just, a, hey, okay, there's the top two, three guys. It's like, these 20 guys, I can't tell who's going to win. And that, that kind of... Uh, Shook me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I don't normally get nervous like that to the point to where I'm afraid. But, man, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. 
I don't know if I can compete with these guys. And it showed once I got on stage. Uh, I went back and looked at my photos, and I'm I'm closed it off, and I couldn't hit my poses correctly, and I was doing everything wrong. <laughs> That's the best I can say. I did everything wrong. And part of it was because I saw some great guys in the competition there. It just kind of shook me. But the other part, as much as I did practice, it wasn't enough. Because no matter what, again, if you practice enough, there won't be those moments where you slip up because your confidence is through the roof. You know exactly what you need to do. Even if I wouldn't have placed at all, I would have done everything to the best of my ability because I've drilled it in so many times. So don't ever, ever, ever play down the importance of posing. So let's wrap this up real tight and clean for you. Ask yourself the important questions. Do you have what it takes? And be honest with yourself. Say, hey, I don't have it right now. I'm not willing to do this. I'm not willing to track everything. I'm not willing to not go out and eat with my friends on Fridays. You know, my poker game, my bowling league, it's a little more important right now. And that's fine. Maybe there'll be another time. Maybe it's not for you. And that's a-okay. If you want to have it to be something on your bucket list, those are two different things. But if you want to compete and compete at a high level, you have to ask yourself those questions. Remember, find out where you stand. Get all of the important information, knowing that you're tracking your, your eating, your training, and overall wellness. Make sure that you are well enough to, to begin competing. And three, humble yourself and find a coach, uh, guide, someone who is experienced to give you that outside perspective so you will have what you need to be successful. The support and the knowledge. That's what I have for you guys today. So if you want to be a bodybuilder, make sure you carefully and honestly take that strong, hard look at yourself. And best of luck to you. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been another episode of the More Than Muscle podcast. Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I also hope that you found something that you can take away and apply immediately to your life. I am your host. Trainer Greg McBride, and until next time, train with purpose and be more than muscle.